0: cybersecurity expert, Charles Tindell. Systemic failures that brought their whole systems
1: down. Charles Tindell, he's a certified ethical hacker. Your
0: emails, it turns out,
1: are not nearly as private as you think. Show really how vulnerable we are. Charles Tindell, who deals with hackers all the time, says, if you have to ask yourself, is this right, it probably isn't. Welcome. Well, what's going on, guys? Welcome once again this morning here into the Charles Tendell Show. You know who I am and you know what I'm about. If not, you know where you're going over to the Charles Tendell Show.com. And while you're there, do the thing. Like, subscribe, share, and do all that other fantastic stuff you do online over at the Charles Tendell Show.com. So, I've been gone for a week, right? You guys all know that. You've probably been paying attention. You've probably been sitting out there watching on the Newburn Live page, on the Charles Tendell Show page, on the charlestendellshow.com, and you've been like, where the hell has Charles been? But for those of you who have been following my show for more than, I don't know, the, the two years, right, or more, you know that last week and the week before, or yeah, all last week was Hacker Summer Camp. AKA Black Hat and Defcon 2018. So I spent the entire week in the damn desert having a blast out in Las Vegas, Nevada. And it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was hot as all get out. We experienced a sandstorm and all that other crazy stuff out there. But a lot of things came out of this conference this year that that I don't know, well that I don't know how it's going to impact next year but you know it was an interesting there was I don't even know what we want to call it a lot of drama a lot of craziness going on there was a lot of good development a lot of good people doing a lot of good things but a lot of scary stuff kind of happened this year at Black Hat and Def Con so before we get into that before we get into that let's talk about what's going on in the city of New Bern Parker what was going on for the week that I was gone out here
0: uh, well, we had uh, Asked and Answered on the Monday, and yeah. we had City Talk on Friday, and Morons on Thursday. It was, uh, we had both candidates for sheriff here in Craven County on here in the studio. Uh, we had Jerry Manette here on Monday, and we had Chip Hughes here on Friday with Sabrina and Lee. It was, uh, it was a good week, man.
1: Good. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad everything handled here. I heard it, heard it rained all week long here.
0: Uh, it was a lot of rain. A lot of sideways rain. A lot of sideways rain. Uh, we got some sideways rain over the weekend. It was, but then I, uh, my girlfriend and I went to the beach that day, and no rain there. No
1: rain at all at the beach. Well, you had enough water at the beach already. You didn't need any more rain. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah you didn't need any more of that. Well, that's good. That's good. So, I, I mean, I heard about I heard about the weather when we were flying back in here. The uh, the pilot was like, we're gonna just barely meet. Uh, we're going to be in between two of these storm fronts. You know, it's been rainy and, and muggy out here all week long. Um, but you guys had rain and humidity. While Meanwhile, I had 113 degree temperatures in Vegas.
0: Oh, man, what was that humidity like? What, 7%? 10%? I, yeah,
1: it was lower than that. It was probably 5%. It was, un, it was under 10%. It was definitely under 10%. And it was, it was really, it was, how do I say this? A, a dry heat is that kind of heat that reminds you that you have skin. Yeah. Right. And and then while I was there, we had this, this massive um, um, sandstorm, right? It was crazy, dude. So I have never actually uh, seen one in Las Vegas. I've seen one. I've seen one in Iraq. I've seen one in Kuwait. I've seen one in other places that are actual deserts or bigger deserts. But this time, like there was a massive alert. All of my devices went crazy. It was like thunderstorm or like sandstorm out there. And I kind of blew it off. Right. But then I looked out the window, and I was watching these metal pieces being ripped off buildings me <laughs> around me and It was yeah, – <laughs> yeah. And it's Vegas, right? Yeah. It's Vegas. So you genuinely expect someone to get a house dropped on them. So it was an wow. interesting time. It was an interesting time. But beyond the scary weather stuff, there was some, some interesting things that took place. And the first thing I actually wanted to, to address this morning before we get our first guest on or before we, get, we, we go to the phones or before we do anything, before we get too far, is Privacy. Right, our privacy as human beings, our privacy as as users, our privacy as as consumers of technology. Especially if you're one of those people who are who are using uh, the internet for your own leisure. Right, you're using your own. You're you're out there on Facebook. You're out there on anything. But then even more so if you're a power user or if you're a hacker. Right, what privacy looks like, or what should we be expecting uh, in terms of privacy for ourselves? Now, every year. At DefCon, every year at DEF CON or at Black Hat, there's almost always some sort of interesting—I uh, want to say—incident that takes place. And this year, there was an incident that it's—it's it, it's different. It was, we had a bunch of room invasions. And we, I don't even want to call it room invasions. Well, maybe I should. Maybe I should use the word invasion because it was that level of, of problem. So there were a couple of hackers, um, out there who had a problem. Katie, I'm always going to mess up her name, Mosuris, had an incident out there. And she's a pretty prominent, uh, professional out in our industry, pr- prominent hacker in our industry. Shouts out to Katie. You can find her out on, uh, Twitter and show your support at K8EM0 and see what's going on out there. But she, was staying in the Caesar's Palace, right? And this wasn't the first this isn't the first episode. This is the last one that actually made the the headlines and started tearing stuff apart. She was staying at the Caesar's Palace and something happened where hotel security or two guys, two guys that were claiming to be hotel security. It was later confirmed they were hotel security, or I think it was confirmed, came banging on her door because she had the do not disturb sign up on her her hotel room door. Now, Parker, I don't know about you, but when you travel, right, when you stay in hotels, do you do you put up the, the do not disturb sign?
0: I mean, rarely ever. If I do get a hotel, uh, I'm probably just using it to sleep.
1: Like- yeah. For me, for me, anytime I travel, anytime I travel, especially if I'm staying in a place for more than two days, right, I get my room set up the way that I want it. I get things in there, and I don't, really don't want anybody in there. So I slap the do not disturb. I don't need room service. I'm good with what I got sign on my door. And I did no the same thing. Pillow.
0: No, no, no
1: minton mint pillow. No minton pillow. No.
0: You want the room service? No, room service. Housekeeping, <laughs> housekeeping.
1: You know, but… I always put I always put the do not disturb sign on my my room if i'm going to be there for an extended period of time, and this trip was no different right. I was staying down in the Excalibur right because I was in between the two venues that were there, but she stayed at caesar's palace where defcon the the event of events the most the, if you've never been to DEF CON and you're a cybersecurity professional or you're a hacker or you're somebody who wants to get into this industry, bring your ass to DEF CON. I don't care what you think or what you're afraid of or what it is. Come out to DEF CON one year and your whole world will get rocked. It will get changed and you, you will love the things that you see out there. But the, the purpose of that was – so I get to my hotel room. I put up my, my do not disturb. She did the same thing. And two security guards apparently took issue with that and came banging on our door at one point and demanding entry into this room. So as you can imagine it, as you can imagine it, this didn't go over very well with an entire army of somewhere around the area of forty to fifty thousand hackers. There were more hackers in Vegas over this week than there are people in the city of Newburn. Speaking of which, shouts out to the city of Newburn. It's good to be home. Thank you guys for for holding down Parker. Thank you for freaking rocking well, this we're, thing. We're glad
0: to show, have man. you back, Charles. Thanks yeah. for thanks for not just staying in Vegas forever because you know that's what some people do
1: I don't think I do not know I couldn't stay in Vegas forever that would drive me up the wall I, I just I couldn't pull it off I couldn't do it I couldn't I couldn't live out there for a while there's just Las Vegas for me is the extreme of every human vice we can imagine right the absolute extreme of every human vice it's not a bad city right it's just where good people can go and do a lot of bad things in, a, in, a, in an open environment and if you're downtown on the Strip, that stuff is just in your face. There's just no way to get around it and, and all that. And there was an incident that I have to follow up with, and we'll probably check that after we go uh, on one of these breaks. I'll find out what the update was up. But we actually had somebody disappear from the conference. What? So, yeah. yeah. Wow. He was supposed to be meeting with his wife and didn't make the rendezvous with his wife and then didn't make it back the next day. And I I have to check. But I, I last file time... a up,
0: missing persons report Yeah, with the, the LVPD involved? Yeah,
1: the Las Vegas PD, they did get involved with that one. But anyway, so Katie... Back to that one. She 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 put up her sign on her door. The security guides show up. They they essentially force their way into her room. No, not I take that back. Screw essentially. They force their way into her room and tell her we are security. We have the right to do this. So on and so forth. And then they put out this policy that basically says Caesar's Palace staff has the right to search your room at any point in time. We can enter your room for any reason. And actually, specifically says or any reason in this policy, and. Part of me, because you guys know me, you know I like to play the devil's advocate, you know I like to, to, to pick things apart and try and find the rest of the information to these stories before I jump there, right? Part of me is like, okay, we rewind last year to the Mandalay Bay incident, right, to, to those people getting shot at the Mandalay Bay, to another major hotel having people in their rooms who are demonstrating something that may or may not be uh, normal, Right. If I'm a security guy or if I'm a, if I'm a, um, let's be real about this. If I'm the insurance underwriter for this hotel, I'm going to make the hotel put in policies that are going to prevent anything from like, from, ha- from like, from the Mandalay Bay or anything like the Mandalay Bay incident shooting happening again, right? Just to make sure it doesn't happen, just to cover my own ass, to make sure that's not going to be there. And, you know, in the interest of public safety and everything else, that's there as well. But most of the time, it's just so that the insurance companies doesn't, don't get lost. And I tried that. Right. I tried to be like, okay, that's what's happening. That's what's going on. Maybe that's the incident and everything and how this is taking place. But as I continue to see it, I find out that Katie's story wasn't the only one that took place. Now, it's not it's not as straightforward as it sounds. Right. Her room did get invaded. Security did come kick in her door. I shouldn't I can't say kick in the door because that makes it even more hyperbolic. they they
0: They literally kick the door in.
1: Well, they threatened to right like she can't like she had the door locked they came banging on her door apparently this is the story as she tells it via her twitter you guys can go check it out for yourself again at K 8 E M 0 right and they they banged on her door she requested that they show identification or they prove that they are who they say they are they didn't feel that they needed to they opened the door they forced their way into the room and she was like what the hell and it wasn't the only time they did it so after she left apparently there were more times where they came in without her knowledge and actually searched her room right so it's it's if you've ever had if you've ever had your space invaded regardless of whether it was a temporary space regardless of of whether it was a a a hotel room or anything like that there's just that loss of security that loss of privacy that loss of safety feeling right and i'm an army vet right i'm a combat veteran like if that had happened to me if that had happened to me, we would have had a serious problem because I wouldn't have been able to sleep, not that I stopped, slept a whole lot anyway. I wouldn't have been able to get anything done. I wouldn't have been able to focus on this. It would have just had me kind of riled up. So, no, they didn't, I don't think they physically, like, boot to door, kicked in her door. Well,
0: what did they want? What were they after?
1: They wanted to search her room. But what for what? Like just to make sure, just to make sure she didn't have any guns or anything that was unsafe or anything that was going to be harmful for someone. They were checking the box to make sure that this person who was going outside of their normal wasn't going to be a problem, right? That's what they were looking for. And then you know, like I said, I would try. I tried to be the devil's advocate in most of these cases because somebody's got to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? We can't just assume that that they were just being asses to be the sake of asses in all of this, right? We can't just say that there's got to be some sort of Underlying motivation as to why that was all going on. So that incident was the one that actually tipped it all over, right? But earlier in the week, and this is the part. This is the part that I think everybody else is going to going to miss out about this one because Kate. What happened to Katie was a big deal, right? It was it was it was an invasion of privacy. It was a problem. It was not handled well at all. But take into account the Mandalay Bay shooting last year, and then fast forward to this year when. A a hacker, a security researcher, uh, which is the two things that we actually spent – I spent a whole lot of time in DEF CON and Black Hat actually discussing hacker versus security researcher. Which one do you want to be called? And the general consensus is hacker. Um, But another hacker posted up a tweet about – being in Caesar's Palace or being in, in his particular hotel and something to the effect of of if I wanted to attack a casino or if I wanted to do an attack or something like that um this you know this is where I would do this or something like that this it was a general generalized statement about doing an attack in reference to one of the hotels, right, and as you can imagine, that's naturally going to put anybody who's in the who's in the security uniform and 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 in a uniform of any sort is going to put them on edge, right, because they don't want to have anything like that. Now, if they had done a little bit of due diligence, if they had looked into it a little bit more, they would have realized that that attack is coming from our world right from the from the from the hackers world from the hackers perspective of an attack right we we look at your systems we walk into your casinos hell we walk into Vegas we get off the damn plane or out of the car and we look at every piece of technology that is so deeply embedded in that city and we figure out ways that we could manipulate it we could change it we could fix it we could we could point out to you that your systems are broken and we know your passwords so you might as well let us fix it and get out of the way right that's what we spend our day Doing and trying to figure out and trying to rock with and trying to work with, right? Now, if they had done their due diligence and they had asked the appropriate questions instead of doing what every other person out there who misunderstands the definition of hacker or misunderstands what hacker looks like and overreacted, right? This guy wouldn't have had a problem. He he got kicked out of his room. There was a bunch of conversations there. I think it got i think it got I think it got taken care of. I think the hotel came back and comped him and let him back in his room, gave him his room back. Las Vegas PD was even involved in that one and Las Vegas PD said, yeah, this isn't really a threat. The hotel drugged their feet a little bit, but that's probably what started all of this right it's probably what what got the hotel on that path of what the hell is going on what is this problem who's doing what and you can't fault them for that you can't fault them for responding in a in a way that made sense to them now we can fault them for for not trying to get the rest of the information for not following through but the end of that one, right? The end of that, the way that all started, and we'll probably touch on it again because it is an entire hour here on the Charles Tendell Show, right? The end of all of that was the hotel put out a statement. DEFCON itself put out a statement. Katie got her room, got back into her room, but didn't feel safe, so she bounced around the conference for the last bit of it. But the the final closing ceremonies, Dark Tangent got up and said that, we may be looking, we're probably going to be at a different venue next year, right? I think the the end all statement that was put out online was it's going to be Bally's and the Paris and not Caesars next year. But there's going to be a lot of change, a lot of things that come out from all of this because of an incident that just turned out to be a bit of a misunderstanding. It was an overreaction on somebody's part, right? And that's the problem. We had an overreaction on somebody's part. Um, and we had a lack of communication. We had a lack of understanding. We had a lack of drive to talk about and figure out what all of this really meant. And we had a lot of people get their feelings hurt and get um, violated. So the solution, just treat people like like you have no idea why they're doing the things that they're doing. Just under, try seek to understand instead of seeking to respond. Talk to people, engage with people, have a conversation about what what you want to do and how and why you're responding the way that you respond. Because there are bits and pieces of all of this information that unless you have all of it, unless you have most of it, unless you have a good chunk of it, you can't make a sound decision. You can only respond to the little bits of information that you got, and people get hurt changes happen mistakes get made and policies go into place or get enacted that are going to have long lasting repercussions and don't get me wrong i think the move if we do end up moving as as a convention if if defcon finally does move i really do hope we go to like the convention center because we're that big now right it's that much of a big deal it's that big of a problem but that's the big deal with everything that's going on there but I'm gonna take a break really quick here on the Charles Tendell Show, so don't go anywhere, hang out with me. We're gonna keep talking about it because I wanna keep talking more about the the whole miscommunication thing, but I definitely wanna to talk to you guys about this great diversity panel that I was on at DAFCON. My first panel, it was freaking amazing. The conversations were real. It wasn't the kind of diversity conversation you would think it would be, but it was a really, really good one. So we'll talk about that one after the break, and hopefully we'll go to the phone lines and then see what we can talk to about uh, what people are worried about or what people have been had on their minds for the last week, while Charles is out, and we'll see what we can do, what I, what, I, what we can do in terms of your technology when we get right back here on the Charles Tindell Show. So don't go anywhere; we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys, here to the Charles Tendell Show, 22 minutes after the hour right here on 103.9 FM. If you guys are listening in the city of New Bern, if you are listening in the city of Bears by the river here, it is, I don't know what temperature, 73 degrees outside, fantastic, fantastic, at 822 in the morning. That's a little cooler than it was when I got to Vegas, right? I got off the plane at 10 o'clock at night in Las Vegas, and it was 110 degrees, we all sitting on that plane we were we were wondering whether the the pilot had had an error whether he was reading the wrong instrument but at 10 o'clock at night, we landed in Las Vegas to over 100-degree weather. And that I have to tell you, that was a bit of a, a surprise out there. So it's it's a beautiful day in New Bern. Hopefully, it doesn't rain anywhere. And well, if you guys, to be that. fair,
0: it, that means something different out there than it does here. 100 degrees here is 120 degrees with the heat index because of the humidity. It's like 80% most of the time. I, I mean, when I went to Colorado last year, uh it's the first time I'd ever been out there and it was like seven percent humidity, but hundred degrees, and people were complaining about how hot it was. I was just, you people have no idea what hot is.
1: <laughs> you don't know. You what don't hot know
0: is. what hot is. I, I saw a guy pass out at the, in the line at the grocery store just from heat exhaustion. But uh, he probably wasn't drinking water. You don't have to drink water here because there's so much water in the air. It just soaks into your skin.
1: You just walk through it. You just walk through it. You just it. walk through it. So oh,
0: well, we all drink Pepsi.
1: Oh, my God, the home, the home of Pepsi. Speaking of things that are going on that are fantastic in the city of New Bern, if you guys need graphics, you need signs, you need anything for your windows, your car, your front yard signs, your business, anything that you're starting, check out Three Guys Signs. Give them a call, 252-288-4682, or swing by their office at 4161 Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard and talk to Fred. Right? These guys are fantastic. They go out of their way. They're helping local businesses do things, and their work quality is out freaking stand so go check out Three Guys Signs. Again, give them a call, 252-288-4682, or send them an email, threeguysigns at gmail.com. Love those guys. Those guys took care of me. They took care of the studio, and they, they, they had a blast. And again, Parker, man, thank you so much for this last week, dude. I know you were in here flying solo, handling those guys, and you, you, the, the crazy that is the New Bern Live lineup. How did, the, how did the morons treat you?
0: Uh, the morons treated me pretty well, man. We uh, actually did a couple of voices. We talked about Jaws. It was cool.
1: We're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. Oh,
0: what? those black eyes, dead eyes, doll's eyes. You don't know he's living until he bites you, and those black eyes roll over white.
1: That's really good. I had (laughs) for split second
0: there. I was like, "Wait, is that the computer?" I've seen Jaws a couple of times. Just a couple. Just a couple.
1: Just a couple. Just a couple. Welcome back, and one more the house cleaning thing that we're going to do right before we get into all of this again, and we get back to the conversation of the fun and the exciting stuff that we had out at Black Hat and Def Con. If you guys are going back to school, you got young people, you got little ones, and you're going back to school, and you want to get good quality clothing for your people going back there, or you want to help a family in need, or you want to do anything like that, swing by the next best thing, Children's Consignment. Store already prices low forty to eighty percent off retail, but you get uh, clean used secondhand clothes or things that people want to get get out there for them at ridiculously low prices. Check them out uh, to twenty six fifty six M L K Junior Boulevard again, right here in Newburn or in Havelock. Now, if you want to get help, you want to get taken care of, or you need additional assistance, swing by the Charles Sendell Studio. Look for the Newburn Live logo, right, and Newburn Live will give you a voucher to get your clothes to get some stuff for your little people taken care of in fact that was a whole conversation yesterday about community resources available for being available for people and making people aware of it so next best thing children's consignment store mind the paper out there on radio but definitely check those guys out they're out there they're available it's a resource new Bern live is available for you it is a resource you can get help if you need it come by the studio we'll get you a voucher and we'll send you on your way so that you can get whatever it is you need from the next best thing children's consignment store they've been more than gracious, they've been more than willing to help us and to work with us and, to, and we're happy to work with them to be able to get people the things that they need especially nowadays with, with people just needing a leg up because it definitely does take a community of people. It takes a village to raise children and we want to help you all out. So again, check out Next Best Thing Children's Consignment Store. They are 2656 MLK Boulevard right here in Newburn. Give them a call 252 514-6857 or follow them on Facebook at Next Best Thing NC and see what you can do. If you don't need something there's definitely going to be somebody in this city that needs something so you should definitely take care of them and get them get them the help that they need so black hat defcon coverage continuing so i had this i had the the honor the opportunity to actually sit on a panel about diversity and it was it was really cool it was it, it turned out to be an amazing panel it turned out to be a every time i hear the conversation about about, paneling, about panels for diversity or discussions about diversity in any sort of conference like this. Anytime I hear about it, I always, I always kind of cringe a little bit because it's always the same kind of conversation, right? It's always one side bashing on the other, one side telling somebody how they're not there. There's usually nobody around to hear it because people feel like this diversity conversation, we're kicking this dead horse still, right? And in the hacker community, I mean, in the hacker community, we don't know what you look like. We don't know we don't know if you're male, female, black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, or a Martian, right, behind the keyboard. We don't know any of that. We have no clue about any of that until you decide to reveal that information to us. So the conversation about diversity was never really an issue, at least for me, in the hacker community, right? Because we didn't care, right? The hacker manifesto says we exist without your 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 race or your or your 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 anything else, right? We we say that specifically in everything. We don't want to be classified as that. So this conversation jumping into it seems to be a little out of place at places like like Def Con, right? But the panel itself turned out to be absolutely amazing it it was a real conversation it was real talk the audience was well engaged it was it was just a great conversation between me and 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 what was her name shannon uh, shannon i forget her name i forget her last name but she's snubs on at snubs s-n-u-b-s on twitter um and there was a uh, man i cannot remember all of these people's names but there was a lot of fantastic stuff i'll have the link out there somewhere you'll be able to find it you'll be able to catch it but one of the conversations that came in came out of this was how do we or correction, I shouldn't even say that. One of the conversations that came to me out of this, and I had this this after the fact. How do we encourage people to speak up and speak out about their diversity, about how they're feeling, about their their opinions, and where they feel this conversation should go, while simultaneously excluding people? Right? How do we categorize? And put all these together so that we can fit everybody into a nice, neat little box while telling other people that, you know what, your opinion really doesn't matter, right? You're not the person that's there. And I say this because it's, it's, we had a, and it was kind of in jest, it was kind of a joke, but it's kind of the way this all works, right? If you are, if you are a black person, if you are a female person, if you are a, 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 uh, LGBTQ M plus I think that's the, the 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 new level of it if you're one of those you deserve to have your voice heard but if you're a, if you are a heterosexual white male sit down and shut up and this topic right it didn't it didn't come out during the discussion it was actually something that was was kind of on my mind for a while we ended up switching moderators um uh, a good way through it all because we ended up going long which is how good this conversation was but our original moderator took a, a joke I guess it wasn't even a joke. It wasn't a joke to me, at least. Um, somebody stood up, right? an older gentleman, an older white gentleman, and he started to have a statement. He wanted to tell us his perspective or something, and our moderator shut him down. Right? It was like, your, your opinion doesn't matter. And I was like, what the – oh, wait, we're on the radio, so I can't say that this time.
0: Wait, wait, wait. But what is M+. Plus?
1: I don't know. Uh, I, I'm I, I, I'm I looking
0: that up right now.
1: I'm 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 kind of I'm, I've never
0: heard that before. If that's what if that's the new thing, you know, I I want to know what that is.
1: Well, I, I I read it somewhere. I know it's LGBT. LGBT
0: uh, uh lesbian, bisexual uh G gay uh tri- T transgender, yeah. Q queer. Yeah. LGBTQ M+. I, I, it I, says I, there's a museum in Hong Kong called M+.
1: Well, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I thought I thought I saw something where there was an additional something added to well, that. Well, it wasn't
0: recently. allies or something in there. Didn't they have allowance for people that don't identify as any of those but identify as like, well, you know, everybody's pretty cool. Yeah, because that's kind of the way I, I see it. You know, I'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm a straight white male, but everybody's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to be inclusive. Like, I want to help people. I, I don't want to be shut down because I, because of things I can't control.
1: See, that's me. That's, that's, that's the exact same feeling that I have about this situation. Like, we want to have this conversation about diversity. And there was a lot of people talking about it, right? Specifically, shouts out to ITSP Magazine. You guys were rocking it. You were running around that conference doing nothing but this conversation about diversity. And I appreciate you for everything that you're doing. And everyone in the industry sees you and sees what you're doing and loves what you're doing. So keep doing it. Keep having that conversation. There was another conference called uh, Hacking Diversity. Uh, Selena Templeton had a fantastic Uh, Talk about killing the the unconscious bias and how you can't you can't you don't know what you don't know But we got to add people that might know what you don't know to be able to make this all balanced out but the conversation was again How do we have inclusion? How do we have, how do we get everybody to feel welcome in this environment? Meanwhile, if you're one of these people that have been the problem people, we don't want your input, right? You can't have that in a diversity conversation. You can't be that. And me personally, I'm one of those people that are like, you know what? We're all freaking human. Let's start there and work our way forward. Like, we like to find all of these different reasons why we are different. We like to find all of these ways to, to, to self-isolate, self-identify, self-transfer, do whatever the hell you want to talk about it, right? We, we, we like to do that. And I had this, this kind of this epiphany about, about human beings, right? For those of you who who know me, right, you know I am spiritual, right? Religion is an evil thing, in my opinion, but I am definitely spiritual. And we had this conversation about how – how we're supposed to treat one another. And whether you read the Bible or not, whether you're in there or not, there's one specific scripture in there that has always resonated with me. This above all things, I command you to love each other as I have loved you. And that has been the, the mantra for myself. It's what I teach my tribe. It's what I teach everybody that I run into. I try to love you the way that I want to be loved, the way that, the way that I feel you need to be respected and seen and dealt with and so on and so forth. But I don't know who you are. So I can't Adjust myself to your expectations if I don't know who you are. I'm going to approach you in, in, with open arms, with, with hands open. I'm not going to come at you in a hostile manner. I'm going to try not to, right? But if you attack me early on, we're going to, we're just going to end up in that method. And I would expect you to do the same. But what we have now, what we have now are these preconceived notions, these ideas where we, we put people in our own little boxes, right? And I figured it out. On the plane ride back, which, well, I figured out why on the plane ride back, which, if you follow me on Twitter, that was a nightmare of a travel day. A nightmare of a travel day. Oh, actually, no, it could have been worse. I am grateful. For getting home and and getting back to when when I did get back and for everything that could have happened that, that you go through go
0: Douglas uh, Douglas Airport in Charlotte yeah oh my God yeah. that place is like the tenth level of hell I don't know what it is I man. don't know what it is but I, it is it's the worst airport I've ever been to I
1: have no idea what it is like like every single time I go in there the people don't seem to like their jobs I watched this one woman who was working at one of the restaurants there right imagine like you do you remember Half Baked yeah,
0: do I remember Half-Baked? do you remember you remember yeah. Half Baked right uh, Dave Chappelle in Half Baked <laughs>
1: <laughs> yo, man, why you got to make me feel inferior because I'm over here on the grill, B? Come on, man. <laughs>
0: Look, I'm a custodial engineer. Janitor, if you want to be a dick about it. Abba Zabo, you my only friend.
1: God, B. <laughs> got to make me feel inferior, yo. Anyway, turn around and tell me you want a heifer with cheese. Heifer with cheese? <laughs> heifer with cheese? Anyway. Anyway, so... um, where were we going with Half Baked? I don't know where Half Baked even came up.
0: Oh, because you had a horrible time in the airport. Oh, you yeah. You saw somebody uh, that reminded you of, of that guy in Half Baked, who's Scarface. Scarface yeah. Was Scarface was
1: so, so it wasn't Scarface because there was no comedy behind it. I wish there had been, right? Yeah. I wish there had been. If you had just reason, thrown
0: down the gauntlet and F you, F you, F, F you, cool. you're cool, I'm
1: out. Right? But it was, um, they just didn't, the person just did not like their job. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to be there. It was clear they didn't want to be there. It was clear they were there, something was wrong with them. And the the first instinct in me right, was to do the human thing, Right, was, to, do the, was to, to judge them, was to say, you know what? You've got a problem. Something's wrong with you. Something's going on. But then I stood there and watched this person because they were standing there like, yes, hello. No, we don't have any more of that. No, you can't have that no I'm not doing that basically to all to each one of these customers that showed up and I'm standing in line and I'm hungry I, I like I, I'm, I've been up since the day before because I was supposed to get on the plane shortly after midnight it didn't happen I ended up having to get rescheduled over and over and over again and then it, so mind you I'm approaching this person from the perspective of talk bad to me I'm going to punch you in your throat yeah, right yeah. because I'm, I'm angry I'm irritable I'm frustrated but I paused for a minute and took a breath and was like what what's going on here? What's the problem here? Why is this person behaving that they're behaving? And this is probably going to be an exception to the rule. So I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make any generalizations. I'm going to stay in my own little world for a little little bit. I'm going to stay in my lane and give them the benefit of the doubt, right? That's what I do most of the time. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I fail. I fail miserably sometimes. Sometimes I just go off on people and just have a bad day. And that was one of the things that came out at the the diversity conversation was sometimes people just have bad days, but on my long flight back, I had some in and out of you know consciousness because you know Vegas sleeping things like that don 't happen right <laughs> but i 'm coming i 'm on the way back it, it hits me we as human beings have this this desire, this need to feel welcome, to feel wanted, to feel good about ourselves and what we do sometimes is we look at other people to find reasons why we are above them. We are better than them. We are we 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 have a more enlightened perspective. We are well off, more well off in life, and because of that, we like to make ourselves feel better at other people's expenses. We like to um, point out somebody else's flaws to kind of hide the ones that are within us, right? The ones that we don't want anybody else highlighting. We don't want anybody else grabbing onto, and. When, it, when that hit me, you know, and again, this is self-reflection. This is just the, the, the Charles' perspective of it. And if you're on the Charles com, or you're out there anywhere, you can hear this. iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, actually. Forgot to bring that one up. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio everywhere. Anywhere you find the show, if you see it and you want to have a conversation about this, please do chime in because I would love somebody else's perspective. So just from a self-reflecting standpoint, Right. We as human beings need someone to set the barometer, to set the stage, to set the level, to set the ideas, to set whatever it is for us to feel good about ourselves in some cases. Now, there are those of us out there who are self-starters. We don't need that. Or we like to tell ourselves we don't need that. But in the current climate and the current culture of the internet and in the current thing of Instagram and in the current thing of self-awareness, not even self-awareness, and the current thing of super selfies where everybody's trying to put their best foot forward and trying to put their images out there on the internet. They're looking for that approval or that 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 conversation or that something from other people. Right? They're looking for that from other people. So we've become dependent on other people in some cases to make our images. Right? And because of that, because of that, people have gotten... Imposter syndrome they're afraid to be who they are when they want to be that person they're afraid to present themselves they are afraid to say the things that they think they, they, they think are true they're afraid to embrace life on multiple levels on and this is for anybody out there they're afraid to do that mostly because they're afraid they're going to get judged because they spend all of their time judging someone else and one of the cool things that came out of Defcon not so much black hat this year was there was an abundance a uh, way more than previous years, black people, people of color, females, just uh, just so many different colorful people being at this event to to engage and have a good time and to be together. But when I went around and started talking to more of the people that look like me, right, people that engage like me, more people of color at the event, I ran into a a common theme, and it'll be it'll surprise you to learn that that common theme doesn't doesn't have any it, it's 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 not unique to them but I'll tear that apart here in just a few minutes so I want to take a quick break I want to gather my thoughts I want to look at some other stuff but before we go to break I want to talk about something the VFW post right here in New Bern again benefit rides September 15th 2018 $25 per rider $10 for passenger come out support your local VFW why because I am a veteran there are many many veterans out there that need your support and places like the VFW are what make our weeks better for us like, like I love doing my show I love meeting new people but I also love going and hanging out with some of the veterans and some of the people out there and sharing stories and engaging and, and having all of that. In fact, at DEF CON, there was VetCon, which was awesome, um, which, by the way, Parker, I don't think I've told you this. I am officially an ensign in the United States uh, Space Force.
0: Oh, you're an Ensign in the oh, Space yeah. Force? Oh,
1: yeah, man. They, we cool. Got, we, got, we, we got that taken care of at VetCon, but I'll cover that here in a minute. But if you guys want to get involved in this ride, VFW Post 2514 benefit ride here, September 15th. You can get more information. Send an email or find them on Facebook at VFW Post 2514 right here in Newburn, or send them an email, VFW2514 at gmail.com, and I hope to see you guys out there on that ride. Support so it's your like the Navy. VFW.
0: You're an Ensign? Yeah. Do you get a lightsaber and a blaster? Like do you have to maintain your own spaceship or do they give you one? Like what's it like?
1: I don't know yet. I don't know oh, you yet haven't, Those...
0: you haven't been up to the secret space station on Mars yet.
1: No, no, no. We had our we had our secret spa we had our secret uh space force inauguration. It involved uh Alcohol, Nerf guns, and some chairs that we. So they didn't
0: up. take you to Area 51 and send you through the Stargate to go to the Mars base. No,
1: not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not that's, yet. That's I think, I think that's after school. I think that, it's after school. But yeah, that'll come up. We'll talk about it. Let's take a break. Let's okay. take a break, and we'll come back in here. We'll talk more about what's going on. Because again, check out the VFW ride. But I want to talk to you more about VetCon. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back here on the Charles Tindell Show. And welcome back one more time. The last time this morning under the Charles Tendell Show, it is uh, eight forty-five after 44 minutes after the hour. If you're listening, 103.9 FM on your morning this morning, on your drive this morning. Thank you so much for being here and getting involved. And again, if you come down to the Newburn Live Studio or the Charles Tendell Studio, tr- two was it 233 Middle Street in the, heart of,
0: Middle, in the th- heart of the uh, historic o- Omar's building. building. I and think s- where we're standing used to be a Belk's.
1: I think the whole thing used to be the about.
0: whole building. Yeah, used to Yeah, the about.
1: whole thing used to be a box, and we're continuing the long-standing radio tradition of of radio broadcast stations in this very building because I think this is the third station that has been sitting here. But if you come into the Omarx Building, two three three Middle Street, look to your right as you get to the escalators and see the big signs on the window that say the Charles Tendell Studio, and find Newburn Live. Come check us out, have a conversation, be our guest, sit down, and talk about the things that are on your mind in be the city guest, of Newburn. Be Put be our be service our to the, the, the test. test. To so to before that we left we were talking about the VFW Ride Post 2514. Definitely check that one out for September 2018. Next best thing we talked about, three guys signs. You know I love those guys. And what is this? What is this, Parker? I left you, and you came back with, oh, my goodness, this is a brewing company.
0: Yeah, Pitt Street Brewing Company in Greenville is going to host Spaghetti on September 15th. It's going to be our last show, so please come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. 630 Pitt Street in Greenville.
1: Right on, and that is... That, August first.
0: That is September fifteenth.
1: Oh, what is eight eleven on the bottom?
0: Eight 11 eleven.
1: Eight two. Oh, the time. That's yeah. the time. Now I understand. I put it.
0: September fifteenth in big letters. Maybe I shouldn't have made them the same oh, color cra- as the background. Yeah.
1: You probably. And yeah, you I'm, kind of. I'm a it. little
0: bit colorblind. A little bit. Oh, just a little bit.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So what did the Pitt Street Brewery? Do they make craft beer?
0: They make craft beer, and it is delicious. However, here in New Bern, there's a guy that makes craft beer, and it is the best beer I've ever drank. What beer is this? This is Brewery 99. You need to go see Pete Fry right there behind the Brown Pelican, the big white building with the picket fence. Uh He brews the beer in the building, and it moves maybe five feet to get into your glass.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have to go there. Shouts out to Pitt Street Brewing Company and Spaghetti coming September 15th through 630 Pitt Street in Greenville? Yep. Greenville, there you go. Shouts out to those guys, but we're you're, we're going to go over to Brewery Ninety Nine. Oh, we're going we're going go. we're going to have some cold beer because you know from Colorado, man. We had craft beer is kind of in it. Like that's the like I I've, don't get me wrong. I love the mainstream people. I will drink you know Coors like all day. You know that's 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 Rocky Mountain Water right there, man. That's that's cool and refreshing. But I am a big fan of craft beer, so check them out. Pitt Street Brewing Company, Spaghetti, September fifteenth, six thirty. Pitt Street in Greenville. And if you're interested, find me and probably probably. Parker and everybody else from this crew, we're going to be at one point. We're going to be over at Brewery 99 sampling Brewery some tasty, 99. tasty. Beer.
0: Getting a beer from the man who brewed it.
1: The man who. So it's going to go. It's going to go from the brewmaster's hands to mine. From
0: the brewmaster's hands to yours. Do,
1: do do they play the music every time it happens? Does it go? Oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what else is on here? Um, we've got. We talked about the Veterans Hall already. Saturday, September 15th is the poker run for that one. If you're interested in getting involved in it, if you got a bike, join this one because you got to do it. But visit the VFW here locally you know i love them you know they are fantastic and things
0: that there is a list of every event that's happening in august at the city stage holy crap 901 pollock street and tonight um, melissa black is hosting a poetry open mic
1: Oh, poetry slam,
0: poetry slam tonight at seven o'clock at the new city stage, nine Oh one Pollock street, New Bern, North
1: Carolina. Oh man, yeah. that looks like, it. so we've got a, so, so city stage is back open. It used to be the city laundry. It has now been bought, re- renovated and has had a couple of great openings. I and understand. It looks it.
0: amazing in there. Does it? Yeah, it is beautiful.
1: I'm um, so mad because yeah. opening week was last week, wasn't it? Yes, it was, man. See, I was in Vegas and part of me was like, part of me is like, if I could have, if I could have existed in two places.
0: Well, well, you watched that live stream on Tuesday.
1: I did, dude. Yeah, I did. I'm gonna have to. We're, we're gonna have to work on you. We're gonna have to work on. You. I appreciate you the live streaming. You right. Way to way to work the technology. But next time, take one of the stands. Okay. So you don't have to hold your phone the whole time. I know you. It I was you,
0: propped up in front of my laptop, and I had it plugged in because this phone likes to die. Ah.
1: So. Uh, yeah, no,
0: that next time let's definitely live stream an event from there.
1: You know, we're going to have to do that. It is called Newburn Live.
0: It is Newburn Live. Let's we got to be in Newburn and be live.
1: We can do it. So, uh August events, we've got Friday, August 3rd. I think wait, What date is this? It's the 14th. It's August the 14th. So, oh, you got to so flip to the second page. I'm flipping to the second page here. Uh, second page is not Accurate because there was a lot of stuff. Oh my goodness! Anyway, yeah. let's do this. Where are they on Facebook? Where's the city stage? The new city stages Facebook page. Do they have one. They do. So find the new, the new city stages Facebook page and check them out because Saturday we've got 60s revenue dance party. 60s review dance party. What? Yeah, right. What? Tuesday, August 21st and the 28th, we've got John Kohler. Mm-hmm. Am I pronouncing his Big, name? Big right? Jim Kohler. He's the Jim's blues guy Kohler. around here. The blues guy.
0: He's the blues he guy. He plays blues. He plays the he blues. He plays blues. I'm going to
1: check that one out. Friday, August 24th, we've got twenty fourth. We've got Bridge to Breakdown, Waking Terra, and Break the Skyline.
0: Yep, bunch of rock bands.
1: Wow. Yep. So... Needless to say, and that's that's the that's the third page of this. And if tonight, you are,
0: Melissa Black's poetry open mic happens at seven o'clock. You can come out and read dope. your poems.
1: You know, I'm gonna come to. Can I can I do a, a haiku about hacking?
0: I was going to do uh, Spider Man.
1: Spider Man. Spider
0: Man. Spider Man does whatever a spider can. <laughs> can he swing from a web? Yes, he can. Spider Man.
1: To swing or not to swing? Oh my God, he's doing the snapping! Oh my God, if you guys are watching this out on the Facebook page, that's Parker. She's
0: she's right here. She's giving me the finger.
1: She's giving. Me- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see now. I see now. Yep. So come out to the city stage this evening for what is it?
0: Melissa Black's poetry
1: opening. Melissa Black's poetry opening. Go see Melissa Black. Give her all sorts of love and attention. Go down there and tell her you heard about it on Newbern Live or on the Charles Tendell Show and have a blast. Enjoy yourself. All uh, all available to you at the new City Stage. That's New Bern's newest, hottest new venue for local artists, local bands, local creators doing things out there. And hopefully you'll run into one of us out there having a good old time enjoying that one. So we've covered everything. I think we've got City Stage. We did Next Best Thing. We did all that other stuff. Shameless plug for the Charles Tendell Show Studio. If you guys want to get in here and you want to make your own content, you want to create something beautiful for the world and you want want to put it out there, come by and let us help, us, let us help you create your vision here at the Charles Tendell Show, Charles Tendell Studio, where the Charles Tendell Show starts.
0: The Charles Tendell, stu- in the Charles Tendell Studio.
1: There you go, there you go. So it's, a, it's, it's one thing upon another thing upon another thing. So we've only got a few more minutes left here in the show, and there's one more thing that I wanted to talk to you about. So before the break, we were talking about the diversity conversation, we were talking about uh, engaging, but we were also talking about how I joined the Space Force. Right. Uh, (laughs) Space force. Space uh,
0: force. Pew, pew.
1: Ah. But how I joined the space force is more important than the fact that I joined the space force. And I'm joking. Anybody who is not watching and can't see my face, I am totally joking. I did not join the space force. Although if they ever asked if anybody wanted to join and go to Mars, I am the first person there. I am going to be in line because it sounds really stupid. But come on, I will boldly go where no man has gone before as often as possible. It's a fantastic thing. But I joined the Space Force, air quote, by attending this, play, this thing called VETCON at, at DEF CON this year. And if you didn't hear it and you don't understand what it is from the, the title of it, VETCON was... All of the veterans who happened to be in this industry, in the, the cybersecurity hacking community, right, all of the veterans that were there, not all of them, but a good chunk of them, showed up to this event where it was just everything you can imagine a vet would want. I met amazing people. I talked to, I talked to brothers and sisters in arms that I had never met before, but we immediately got to where we were. And this is one of the coolest things about being military, Right this is one of my my like I hear all of these stories, all of these reasons all these 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 ideas about why people don 't want to join the military, how they don 't want to support this or how they don 't agree with this or how they don 't agree with that, and everything that I know about life, everything that that uh, that that i 've i 've come to to realize and come to be able to deal with, tolerate, to be able to drive forward on, to be able to learn and engage. I learned from two different places. My father and my mother, right, my home training, right, all of that beautifulness. It's a military family. We are a military family. We have been. Collectively, my family has almost 100 years of service to this country, right? And then I joined the Army myself. And it re Enforced all of the training, all of the things. There, like if if you ask somebody, don't care who you are, don't care where you're from, if you ask a normal human being who doesn't run marathons, this is why I say normal human being, to walk 12 miles with 100 pounds on your back, a 20 pound weapon, and 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 still be able to get where you're going, and still be able to fight and do whatever you want to do, whatever it is, they they'd probably tell you you're crazy, right? But after you've done it. Everything is possible. After you've done what you at one point thought was impossible, there's nothing that's going to stop you. There's nothing that's going to te- tear you down. There's nothing that's going to prevent you from getting to what it is that you want, right? So now, when somebody says, "Hey, we've got to walk. It's Vegas. It's 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 110 degrees outside. We've got to walk a quarter of a mile to get where we're going," I'm going to complain about it, but I can do it all day, and I can do it in flip flops, and I don't have to worry about it, right? But at VetCon, I met Marines, Navy, Air Force. Even the other branches of service that we really don't consider branches of service, like the Coast Guard, you know, and yeah, I got to take stabs at you Coast Guard guys, even though I love you anyway, right? And you know, you Navy guys too, you know, we're
0: gonna
1: we're gonna mess with you guys a little, bit. we but that was the coolest thing about it, right? Like we talk trash amongst each other, Marines, Army, Air Force, Navy. We talk so much trash about one another, and then we go out on the deck, and people who were not who were not vets would would. Highlight the rivalry, and we join together and be like, "Yo, that's not cool, right? We can talk about our sister and brother, but you can't, right? It's our dysfunctional <laughs> family, not yours, right?" And we had a blast. We had a blast. But at the diversity panel, something came up because the uh, VetCon was before the diversity panel, and as someone who was raised that way, as someone who 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 is it was military person, I had a unique perspective in how we deal with color. And at VetCon, all different colors. All different colors, all different. Uh, uh, I'm sure there's always all different religions. There's all different different genders, all different people out there. But we don't identify like that. We would go up to one another and we'd be like, "What branch? What 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 agency? Where did you work? What did you do? What did you have fun with?" Here, let me buy you a drink. It didn't matter to us whether you were black, white, Puerto Rican, or Asian. And that's one of the things that we get from being in the military. So after vetcon and experiencing all of that and and having such an amazing time with that meeting new people introducing myself introducing other people getting introduced to people just having a good wholesome time without having to worry about the colors of people or what what people were going to say about anything beyond you know you know my branch is better than yours right beyond all of that it was the most peaceful time and in, 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 in my life, right? And this isn't vetcon this is just a peaceful time was being in the military, regardless of all the craziness that I had to go through with that, because it taught me and it, it helped me to understand that it doesn't matter who I am as an individual. Well, correction, that's a really screwed up way of saying that I am just one of many right i am one of many and who i am as an individual contributes to that many and if i allow my personal bias my personal ideas my personal problems with something that with with let's face it a stereotype or a a a preconceived notion or some ism that's in my head about something that i feel should be a certain way right and i'm immovable i'm completely not flexible i don't allow any other inside input, that's just me against the world. And the world is entirely too colorful for that. So after VetCon, the conversation at at the diversity panel was um, this do you see color? And I get pushback for this all the time because it's like, you know what? Okay, let's be real. We all see it. It's all there unless you're physically colorblind to it. But it doesn't define who I am it does what i see from somebody else or how how their their the color of their skin isn't going to tell me much about them Right, it's got ideas. It's got pieces in there of things that I might have seen in a movie, of things that I might have seen in a meme, of 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 attitudes that might have been somewhere else. But that doesn't give me the ability to understand this individual there. And that's how I approach you, and that's how I want everyone to approach me. I don't want you to first see me as a black man or a a a a white man or a Puerto Rican man or a insert whatever um, man you want to be there, right or woman, right? And man is not not just me. Damn it. Man, the human race, right? I don't want to be defined as something man. I just want to be a man. I just want to be a human being. And I want people to to understand that each and every one of us are just a piece of a larger machine, a larger existence. And we got to stop this nonsense, this fight over which one of us is better than the other one, which one of us which one of us is, is more privileged than this or that? I get it. I get it. It's a long-standing history of stupid, but we just keep fighting over nonsense. We just keep fighting over the same thing and then wonder why it isn't changing, right? But the conversation was, do you see color? And because of my experience in the military, it is no. I see a soldier, I see a human being, I see a a comrade, I see an American, I see see another person that needs something in life. And for one reason or another, our paths have crossed, right? I don't want to be defined by the color of my skin. I don't want to be defined by... MTV, or insert movie, or mainstream media, or anybody else. If you want to know about Charles Tendell, you talk to Charles Tendell. You engage with Charles Tendell. You engage with me as a human being, and don't be like, yeah, well, he should be this way. Yeah, well, he should be this way. Because the only person who's a, who's going to get hurt by that, the only person who's going to have a problem with that, is going to be the person whose expectations get broken and get beaten on. But you know what? I think that's where I'm going to leave this one. I would love your comments. I would love your feedback. I would love to. Get- get more from you check out the charles tendell show.com visit us have a conversation itunes TuneIn, stitcher soundcloud all of those fantastic wonderful things that are out there we are about out of time here on the charles tendell show but i think you guys mostly know that remember check out the vfw here in newburn make sure you go out to three guys signs make sure you check out next best thing you get out there check out the Pritt street brewing company and check out brewery 99 but that's it you guys i'm out of here on the charles tendell show and i will see you well maybe tomorrow morning ¡Abajo!